free from GP Brand to Tommy B Broadcasting live on your frequency Giving you updates on these Georgia streets These are voices for the people that don't get to speak Issues, black news, the conversation's deep Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat iPods, Androids, or your laptop These boys swinging for the fence Saying lie Then came a long way from being homies on the block From afros and braids and now they at the top You want facts? This is where I get them from GP3 RTT at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 Follow us on iTunes Give us a 5 star Follow us on SoundCloud GP3 Homies from the Block And now, here's Ran and Tommy B GP3 Homies from the Block Hey, what's up y'all? And welcome, welcome back It is GP3 round 86 And uh, Tommy B is here Ran is on the road but I got to say what's up to my man, Millennial Nick. What's going on, Millennial? Hey, what's up? <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. You doing all right? Because, see, he's of my DNA. And this time of the year, <laughs> you know, it's springtime. It. We deal with it. Yeah, we got to get through it, man. I'm, I'm suffering just like you, bro. So let me go ahead and get started. Uh, and I'll let the folks know why we're called GP3, and then we'll get into the frivolity. We got a whole lot to talk about today. So I appreciate you being on the show today and covering for me, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, the reason we're called GP3, uh, for those of you who are new, um, I'm Tommy B, and I, along with Ran and Tut, we were all uh, actually uh, enrolled, and we graduated from Grove Park Elementary School in the Atlanta area, Atlanta Public Schools. Um, I was on North Avenue in the Grove Park area. Ran was on South Elizabeth Place, and Tut, who's our member emeriti, was on Charlotte Place. And uh, again, we all graduated back in the day. Back in uh, 1977. Where were you, uh, Millennial? <laughs> what? <laughs> 1977? What's that? <laughs> and, what? uh, hey, man, I, you know, it, it's, uh, this is round 86, so we're hanging in here. You know what, Millennial? You know, we always take a look at 80, the year or the round number. And can you imagine in 1986, you had Cameo, Word Up, Prince at Kiss, New Shoes, I Can't Wait, Madonna, uh, had Papa Don't Preach and Live to Tell, Human League, Human, Janet Jackson was out, uh, What Have You Done For Me Lately, uh, Berlin, Take My Breath Away, Steve Winwood, Higher Love, uh, Sledgehammer, mm-hmm. Paul Gabriel, Manic Monday, That's The Bangers. That's crazy. That's crazy. Can you imagine all that music? That's you know, it's a lot. I mean, I can say the same about 1989, though. Oh, right? Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, when we get to round eighty nine, yeah. you can be on the show. But that's still some amazing. I mean, if you if you compare, because millennial, you're in music. Um, am I wrong to compare what we're seeing musically to to years like eighty six, or is is just because maybe? Now? Yeah. Do you think the music's as good I mean, as it was? Get, was if it? You think so? <laughs> no, no. I'm wondering. I'm asking you. Do you think it's as good? Um, you know, now as it was back in nineteen eighty six. It's too spread out. No, I was going to say, I mean, it is, there's a lot going on, but it's just bits and pieces. It's kind of hard to put everything in, you know, neatly. Oh, I know what, you know what you mean? I know what you mean. Cause so many, genre, yeah. the genres have split so much. Yeah. You know, there's so many, there's so many different types of music. There aren't now. many, there aren't many like huge records really. You're right. You're right. You know, it's not concentrated back then. 
uh, people could only go to a couple of sources to get music. Now there's right. so many sources. It's like, you know, it's, it's fractured. You're right. Good point. Yeah. Good point, bro. Hey, uh, let me give some shout outs and then we'll get started. We'll get into our topics. Um, Shout out to the Damn We Grown podcast. Um, it's Mike and Tiff and their family out in L.A. And uh, you know what? They educated me. They educated the folks who've been saying, be Chella the wrong way. Because I'm one of those folks. I was calling Wait, it. what? He, they said. Wait, wait, hold <laughs> they, they say the pronunciation of, you know, Beyonce's performance at Coachella, it should be be Chella, not Baychella. And a lot of folks have been saying, like me. Baychella. So, um, you know, the topic okay. of their podcast this week was it's called Beachella. So shout out to Mike and Tiff and the Damn We Grown podcast for setting me straight because you knew, <laughs> but you didn't tell me. Uh, and, oh, uh, <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little ambiguous. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And uh, attorney Heather Beverly uh, was on. She's an entertainment attorney. Uh, was on the You Need to Know podcast. Uh, attorney Beverly, thanks for being on. Appreciate it. She is the uh, wife of uh, Frankie Beverly's son, uh, who's a uh, he's a drummer and producer. So they have a company mm-hmm. together, and she has a law firm, a music a music uh, business law firm here uh, in the ATL. And she was on the uh, podcast. Uh, also, uh, Sanyu Estelle, who was on the show, um, thank you again for being on the show and risking your reputation to be on with me. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Lemon Shade Podcast uh, in the UK, um, Mets Claudia and Mets. Um, Shout out to them. They've agreed to be on the show at a future date. Uh, they're in the UK. Uh, Claudia is Brit. Metz is Canadian. Uh, and I don't know if you know the website, but they were featured in the, uh, I think it's We Are the 94% website. Um, so uh, it's a website that pays homage to the, the the women who are doing great things, women of color. So shout out to, the, to, to them. They'll be on the show soon. Uh, shout out to Gail, Seat at the Table podcast. Um, her, her show this week, kind of laid out the Kanye stuff and she gave us some good Kanye wisdom. So uh, shout out to her solid rock Academy here in the ATL had a chance to stop by talk about podcasting and technology to them. And you know what, man, you know what millennium? What? I gotta, I gotta do this. Y'all millennial graduates from the mysterious school in Athens, oh. <laughs> right. gotta say congratulations and and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, next week millennial, <laughs> millennial, and you know what? We're gonna be we're gonna be the black parents out in the. It's fine. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna be millennial. Nick, Nobody will hear you. Malik, <laughs> Amani, Shanice. You know the black parents. No, it's, it's not, I know. But it's not even my Nobody will even see you. Precious. Sorry, it's, not, it's not that. It's not. It's not. Um, Deshaun. Not that kind of graduation. Marquise. <laughs> Tyrone. It's not that kind of graduation. <laughs> I know, man. But congratulations, anyway, man. You know, I'm gonna yeah, have. Yeah, it's too expensive. Time to leave. <laughs> you know, I'm bringing the horn too. You know, I'm gonna bring. It's fine. <laughs> Hey man, but congratulations! Millennial produces the show, and uh, Millennial's graduating. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, he's a little under the weather, but hey, whatever. All right, man, let's get into it. Uh, millennial, um, the Kanye conundrum is what I call it. I'm tired. I know. I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. What'd you think, man? I've heard better discussion on Sesame Street. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna hold off. You know what? Go ahead. Go ahead, what? man. I'm holding no, off on my like, judgment. <clears throat> holding off for me. If this were an episode of a TV show, it'd be like that episode. It feels like feel like you know that musical episode, where then like the characters start talking to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt it felt very like scripted. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You know, I got a lot to say about. It. I'm I'm gonna hold off until we close the show. Okay. Uh, I wanted people to hear it because by the time the podcast aired, uh, we would have been talking about it. And there are a lot of folks who probably hadn't had a chance to hear it. And, and candidly, sure, I'm not really in, in the business to market this song, but no. I think, um, you know, if anything from the beginning, um, this is the thing I'm really probably listening, listening for, or wanted to hear, because here's the thing I really, uh, for, for TI, uh, because I'm in the ATL, um, I, I know what T.I. has done in the community, and I think his heart, well, I know his heart's in the right place in terms of what he contributes to yeah. his community. Uh, you know what? Same thing with Killer Mike. I mean, I think Killer Mike made a mistake, but but yeah. Killer, yeah, he made a mistake. But I, but I think uh, Killer, Killer Mike has... Um, the whole Killer Mike thing. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing, you know, but I think his heart's in the right place. And, you know, Kanye... Yeah, I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know mm. if his heart's in the right place, and that's that's the thing. So I wanted to listen to this at least to get to where his heart is, and and I'm gonna move on. We're not gonna spend a whole lot of time. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll no, I don't want to give it. That, I don't want to give it that energy right now. Yeah, I I'm agree. Tired. I agree. I agree. Hey, Bill Cosby, uh, guilty verdict came in this week. Did you uh, see? Sorry, did you see him? Did you see Bill Cosby like walk out the courtroom and do that little like thing what was it? no he like he was walking down the street and he kind of like looked he kind of leaned back yeah. i think he did like well i, I didn't you know see him do that uh I, I heard about the fact that he when they they were they were thinking about whether or not they should give him bail and let him out on bail yeah and he stood up in court and you know he cussed at the judge he because that's the, the process yeah yeah because the judge basically and the prosecution said uh, that he was, uh, they thought he was a flight risk because of his, he had a private jet and he said he had no <laughs> private jet in some choice words. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, he rode off into the sunset, but, but the thing is, uh, and this is from CNN, CNN saying that, um, there's a, uh, strong possibility, uh, that he might spend less time, uh, than the quote unquote 30 potential years. And there's a very, very likely well, possibility, 86. yeah, that he may not spend any time in jail at all, uh, that he may just be subject to house arrest uh, because they're going to be actually, it's going to take a while to set up the appeal. Uh, the appeal process could go on up to five years or more. So uh, it could take months yeah. up to years. So uh, Joy Jackson, who's the legal Who analyst uh, from CNN, basically feels like um, the appeal process may keep him out of jail, you know. And uh, on another note, and we'll move on uh, from this story as well, um, HBO has a really good doc on it. And I've been talking and really praising HBO on their documentaries. They have a uh, a documentary called okay. I Am Evidence. And it, it talks about uh, the ways that, um, that, that basically rape kits are being kept in these warehouses and go mm-hmm. all these years unprocessed to the point where yep. L.A., had 12,000 rape kits untested to the point where 300 were actually past the statute of limitations. And mm-hmm. uh, it's amazing. And 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 it's the kind of thing that needs to come to light. And, yeah. you know, uh, unfortunately, it takes cases like this and a lot of other cases to kind of bring it to light. So 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was a whole episode of Law and Order SVU about that too. Well, you know what? The uh, what's her yeah. name? She's the uh, process. The I think she's one of the either the police officers, but she was actually Ooh. in the documentary. Uh, I forgot her name. Oh no, you mean Mar- probably Mariska Hargitay? Yes, yes, she was in the yeah, doc- long brown hair. Yep. yep, she yeah, was in she the- plays um she plays the lead on SVU. Yep, she was in the doc. She was in the documentary as well, talking about uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, there's there there have been several episodes of that show where they you know they they. They discuss that issue, you know, in detail because a lot of the character, like a lot of the, I think it was the Jennifer Love Hewitt, she was a special guest or something, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, something happened to her, and they just, you know, they're talking about the backlog had thousands and thousands of them. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's really it's really tragic because of the fact that mm-hmm. I mean, not it, it's tragic anyway. What you know, no right. matter what yeah. race, creed, or color, but what happens is a lot of poor African American women they talked about in Detroit. Uh, the, the majority mm-hmm. of the women who were actually in a situation like this were poor African-American and same thing across mm-hmm. the country. Uh, whereas if you're more affluent, then you can push these cases through and get the yeah. processing done. But if you if you're not affluent, then, you know, you, you basically are in a position where, you know, your rape kit can go into these warehouses for years. Yeah. And they showed these warehouses, man. It's just all, it's it's just you know, it's incredible, man. It's it's hard to believe we're in, you know, we're in the, the yeah. richest nation in America. You know, it's, not, in, in the world. Weird. In the world. No, just say, yeah. yeah, and another <clears throat> and another point, I don't you know, it feels it feels weird that there's a place where there's twelve, you know, you know, thousands and thousands of samples of people's DNA. Yeah. I don't know that I don't know we're living in the information age, but that just feels really weird to me. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like we should I feel like that should be taken care of a little bit earlier so that we're not you know what I mean? It just Well, you know, if if you know we live and I and I live in sci fi land. So, you know, think about yeah. the possibility of having right, people's it's not, DNA right, for it's not harvest. Just the rapists, it's also yeah. these women whose mm-hmm. information is held in in limbo. I agree. Like this. I agree. You know, it's 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 amazing. Moving on yeah. to Meek Mill, man. Uh Meek Mill was freed this week. He was released um, on Tuesday. Um, you know, of course Meek's had the uh, support of Jay-Z, a lot of other hip hop artists, Kevin Hart, uh Mike Rubin from the Six Sixers, 76ers in Philadelphia, uh Robert Kraft of the Patriots. Uh there's a, a big movement, <clears throat> of course, to reform the criminal justice system after this whole thing. Uh, and, and he yeah. did a, an interview, which they showed some clips that will be on, on NBC Dateline. I'm not sure. Do you know when that, the full interview is actually, going oh, to I air? don't know. Yeah. But it's supposed to be airing real soon. And what do you, what do you, what's your feeling, man, on the whole Meek Mill well, thing? What are your thoughts? Um, I would just say, look at who's been supporting him from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z has been there since the beginning. Right. And, and Jay-Z, Jay-Z has been there when there was no hope. When when it looked as right. if there was no hope, so I would I agree. I think that I think when you when you look at who supported him throughout the situation, probably says more about the situation. Yeah, <laughs> and says more about what hip hop can and should do mm-hmm. about these things. Yeah, I agree. Rather than somebody you know jumping on you know Twitter talking about his signed red hat. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And you know what I, I'll say for Meek, um, I hope he understands how big this is. I hope he understands the importance. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, for, for those folks who really have been on his side, he owe, I, I will say he owes them his activism. Um, and I hope he yeah. shows it in his lyrics. I hope he shows it in his actions. Uh, I, you know what I hope, Millennial? I hope he hooks up with Colin Kaepernick. Uh, and, and, sure. and, and maybe there's a way that he and Cap can do some things together 
And, um, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea for him to align with Kaepernick uh, before he fully gets back to, you know, mm-hmm. to doing to doing the music again. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get to some lighter, a few lighter things. Oh, man. here we go. <laughs> you saw this. You saw this this weekend. Um, yes, I did. I was not. I didn't I didn't feel like getting spoiled today. All right. No, no, no spoilers. But uh, no, in, in, I, I don't I don't mess with that. <laughs> Infinity Wars um, Marvel highest debut Excellent. ever. Uh, it was not uh, at one point. It, it was they didn't think it would get to that. It was right at about uh, two hundred and forty million. But as yeah, of, well, they created uh, this hype, man. I know it. As of uh, a few minutes ago, uh, it, it hit two fifty. So it, it is yeah. now the number one movie of all time. Uh, Star Wars uh, Force Awakens is at two forty eight, and and mm-hmm. and you know what? And you're right. I think they built the hype. They used Black Panther to a hype uh, to a point. Yeah. To 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 build. I can't, a hype. I can't talk about the movie without getting into it. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I'll leave it but, at that because um, there are a lot of spoilers. Yeah. And, and you mentioned the fact yeah. that people are talking about the fact that there's some there's some devastating things that happen in this whole thing. But yeah. I'm, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. But let, let say, me, I mean, yeah, I go ahead, think, Melinda. Go ahead. No, I just want to say I think. Um, for a comic book movie, mm-hmm. as holistic as it was and how many characters included and worlds, universes, it was a pretty complete picture of what was going on. Mm, okay. You know, because you went to, without saying too much, you go to, you see pretty much a lot of different, there are a lot of different characters and a lot of them interact in different ways. And so if you're a huge fan of the MCU, it's just, it's just a huge treat to see, you know, the, the, the banter and the dialogue between some of these people. Yeah. Man. Um, but in terms of a movie, it was, it was, it was solid. It was pretty, it was, it was epic. It wasn't too epic, but it was epic enough to where you felt like the stakes were high. Yeah. Okay. But it's not done. And there's going to be part two. Let, let me ask you, millennial, do you think based on how these movies are performing, like you had black Panther that did so yeah. incredibly well. And then this mm-hmm. movie that, does even better, which was the expectation anyway, because it's more of a collaboration. Uh, yeah. Do you think the bar is being set too high in Hollywood? Because next week, I mean, this is mm. probably going to stay number one for about, what, six weeks, four or five? Yeah. And then you're going to have uh, the other movies coming out around it that probably aren't even going to be close. Right? So, oh, absolutely. So do you think it's setting the bar too high for, for the regular quote-unquote movies, do you think? Or is well, this just the way it is? Is is is, is Incredibles two going to be a regular movie? No, no. I mean, but yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Again, here's the thing. This is all Disney. You know, it's all Disney. When you look at yeah, it's all Disney. I mean, this is yeah. this is they, both of those movies are owned by Disney. Yeah. Star Wars and Infinity Wars. Um, and Black Panther. But and yeah, Black Panther. They own the Incredibles. They own Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> they just got back the X Men. Yep. So sky's the limit. Damn, that's just dominance. And this year they they are just. There's nobody even close this year. Yeah, and I feel, I I feel bad for DC, but I think they'll be fine. <laughs> but you know, DC. Uh, well, you you do know your girl Ava DuVernay is going to be directing. Yeah, the the God movie. Yeah, the God movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, DC they don't have a chance right now. I mean, they do have Aquaman coming up, uh, the Aquaman movie, and they've got uh, Wonder Woman two that's coming up. Wonder Woman two, yeah, yeah, but but it's not gonna it's not gonna come close to this. I think I, I think they think. shot themselves in the foot mm-hmm. with the Superman movies. I do too. I agree. Yeah, because they were not like the reason why people wanted to see Superman and mm-hmm. Batman are the reason why people are flocking to go see Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, but yeah. Superman didn't. It didn't feel epic. <laughs> It didn't deliver. Like, man, it didn't like, deliver. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it I was agree. dark. It was like yeah. it was dark. It was kind of it was really depressing. 
Well, you know the word they use, right? Yeah. For DC. What? Brooding. And that's what it is. It's kind of like a yeah, brooding. Yeah, that's what it dark. is. Yeah. The Batman stuff is, no, is real I've brooding. always thought DC was a little bit more realistic. Yeah. But it's real. It's, it is. It's too real. <clears throat> it's too. Whereas Infinity, I mean, it's a. It's kind of a. With Marvel, it's more really of a different universe. It really truly is. It takes it to uh Yeah, it's uh, more it's, it's more sci fi leaning. Yeah, I agree. Um, All right, man, let me I think D C yeah. oh no, go ahead. No, sorry, sorry. I was gonna say I think I think D C probably had a better run on the T V. Like the Batman cartoon, the Superman cartoon, the Justice League cartoon, the Teen Titans cartoon, I think. Um Yeah, I agree. I mean, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I agree. You know you know what I'm playing now, right? <laughs> They had the season two premiere last week, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> Westworld. So you did you see it? Did you see it? Yeah, I did. Any thoughts? <laughs> These violent delights have violent ends. Wow. So you know, I know a lot of folks. What I've noticed is uh, Westworld almost has maybe a cult following. It it hasn't developed into that. Yeah. It, it hasn't developed into that. The Walking Dead kind of level. No, it, it doesn't need to. Yeah, I agree. But um, you know, overall, man, I'm I'm just glad to see Tandy Newton do her thing. Uh, I think mm. she's gonna have an incredible run with this. Uh, yeah, Je- Jeffrey Wright. Uh, I'm waiting to see how his character is gonna settle down, and and even Tessa Thompson. I don't know how long she's gonna stay part of this. Oh, I think I think well, this season she'll be in it. You think she'll be in all season? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's three really good black characters, black actors that um, are a foundation of this show. And and the Mm -hmm. only thing is, I think um, this year with this season, they're going to have to really settle it down because it's so broken up that the world right now is really just destroyed. So they're going to have to get it at least, I guess, stabilized because it's so unstable. And for those the, for those who watch the show, they know what we're talking about. Uh, you know, if you don't watch it, you're like, "What the hell are they talking about?" But uh, that's Westworld, <laughs> and that's on HBO. As a matter of fact, we tape on Sunday. And whether they come on at nine o'clock or ten o'clock, nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Westworld. All right. The other thing, um, I don't know if you had a chance to see it or if you've seen. There's a guy. Was it Wyatt Cenac? Are you familiar with him? Uh, on, mm. He is uh, on HBO. And if you have a chance, and I'm, I'm bringing this to the attention of the podcast, our podcast family, uh, Wyatt Senek, and I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but I've watched his show. It's a debut show. It, it's kind of like, you know how W. Kamal Bell does his thing on, on CNN oh, yeah. with United Shades? Well, this is uh, his, Wyatt Senek is, this is HBO's. I don't know if it's an answer to that. But it's really good. And I think it's better than Kamal Bell, who premieres also. His season three comes out uh, tonight. Uh, we tape again on Sunday, and it, it, it comes in on Sunday nights at 10 on CNN. But it really, in my opinion, it's, it's more biting. And maybe it can be because it's on cable. You know, it's on, on, on subscription cable with yeah. HBO. But it's just more real. And, and uh, they talk about, as a matter of fact, you, you know, he talked about the Birmingham mayor who, who uh, apologized to the city of Birmingham. Well, I'm sorry, not the Birmingham mayor, but the Bur- Birmingham police chief who apologized to the city of Birmingham. And he's a black guy. And so basically the whole story was around the fact that all these white police chiefs did all the harm. So why should the first black police chief or one of the black police chiefs have to come out and do the apology? It should have been a white police chief. So, you know, he, he really, and, and it's funny, he's a comedian. Uh, he does it in a yeah. comedic way. 
but it's still it's pretty biting and and, and it's pretty good. Again, so those those shows are on HBO. And also uh, just kind of pick up on another HBO thing. I don't know if you saw Real Time, uh, but he called out Roseanne this week in a major way. Yeah. And and if you guys if you have a chance to check out the repeats of no, what did he say? He basically said that that Roseanne Barr is not a Republican. She's a socialist. And he went down the mm-hmm. list because, you know, Marr has always been connected with Roseanne. Um, sure. Roseanne really saved his career when she was on top the first time when, when she was on ABC. Because keep in mind, they were both on ABC. He was no. doing Politically Incorrect on ABC and she was on, on ABC. But, yeah. but he talked about how she was a socialist. He went back and I mean, he was basically just reading all her quotes and, and he, he just had a special message for her. Uh, and it was almost a message to a friend. And, and I would recommend yeah. uh, that folks check it out. It really it was stuff that I wasn't I was not aware of. But, um, you know, if anything, I thought Mar was spot on with that. So if you have a chance, check it out. Let me let me do this, man. Dirty computer, Janelle Monet. Album dropped on um, yep. on Friday. What were your thoughts on the album? Oh, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, and I was I was really impressed, man. Um, yeah. You know, I I have always been in her corner, rooting for her musically. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'll play a little bit more. Hang on. Don't cut me out, Spotify. I mean, don't cut me out, SoundCloud. <laughs> For editorial purposes only, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I was impressed. I mean, really, really, and and the reason the reason I'm impressed, um, I, I loved her alliance with Prince, and I was, you know, I was, uh, you know, I'm a, uh, you know, I've always been. I hate to use the word fan. Yeah. Uh, Sanyu uh, made, me, made me uh, think Listen, about my use of the word fan. It's more than that. <laughs> but, but I liked her alliance and how she paid homage yeah. to Michael, Prince, um, James Brown, all the greats. And I've always rooted for her musically, but her music has always been a little awkward. You know, her albums yeah, in the past. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. But there's but, a lot going on. Yeah, but I think this album is spot on. It is just, yeah. it flows uh, it it is truly like if you you know we talk about conceptual albums it's a it, the concept yeah. stays throughout and uh, it just feels real and it feels authentic and it, you know it, and and you know and and you add her film career and everything else that she's doing man I think it's you know it's her time I mean this is this is going to be yep. her time so what would you would you give it overall I mean you you think it's a great album going to do well yes I yeah. just I hope she she needs to get album of the year nomination or something I agree. I mean, and I think um, based on all the reviews, I I'm saying. I don't think anything better will come out this year. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. I, I don't know. This is pretty. That's saying a lot, bro. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty. Like, I mean, April's been a good year. I mean, a good month for a lot of, you know, releases. Lemonade came out in April, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you look at you look at J. Cole, that's dropped. Uh, yeah. You look at, you know, the fact that you've got, uh, what else? Uh, what else is coming out? Um, yeah. I don't want to mention that album, um, but but you know you know J Cole album's been pretty solid. Plus, uh, yeah. I do want to let's see. I guess I the scissor. Oh, yeah, does I mean, in the wind. Yeah, this song just she just released a video for this one. I don't know if I could play this whole thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh, that's enough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I love that song, but um, yeah, but the video came out. Yeah. Um, with her and Kendrick. What? Her and Kendrick. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. yeah. Doing yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the kung fu. This, I didn't think this would be a single. Yeah. Yeah. So is it? I don't think they. Who can play it? I mean, because if you take the words out, it just kills the whole song. Well, I mean, I just I was I was just hyped for the video. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, one other thing, and I'm gonna move on from SZA. Um, this is. George Clinton uh, is retiring as of May 2019. Here's the thing. I mean, Funk man, across America. Right now. Huh. I mean, you know, here's the thing. And I mentioned George Clinton affectionately because the same way hip-hop, your parents, you pissed off your parents playing hip-hop, maybe, your older parents. <laughs> funk and all that whole was really our way. It was our music. You know, it was kind of like our rebellion. So I'm really, you know, not... How can I say it? I want to say... It's, um... It is uh, a little disheartening, man. But it's time for him to go. You know? I mean, he's been around for a long time. I'm just playing some funk, because I can. You remember this? You remember this? No, you don't. (laughs) You kind of remember this. You got you got most of my stuff. Tether the roof off. No, that first song you played. Okay. Man, it's just some. I mean, but you know what? All this stuff's been sampled. Yeah, this one. That's what I'm saying. I mean, all of it. The bow wow wow. Yeah, all this been sampled. So May 2019, the mothership's gonna fly off under the sunset, basically. No, Booty's still doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he just did a. Um, well, Booty's Booty's younger too. Jeez. He's younger. He's younger than at least yeah. George. Yeah. yeah. A good evening. P Funk wants to get funked up. This is classic, man. I'm gonna let some of this play. Hang on, hang on, Millennium. I know you're suffering, but come on, man. Hang with me. No, I'm okay. <laughs> Welcome to station W-E-F-U-N-K. And this right here should have been Obama's uh, theme song, Chocolate City. Here we go. This is the jam. Oh, what's happening, CC? They still call it the White House, but that's a temporary condition, too. Can you dig it, CC? He was so ahead of his time, man. Yeah. You know. A theme from the Black Hole. Can you capture a boogie? Ahead of his time, man. But you know, Ice Cube, NWA, Snoop, they took all this stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh And y'all know nothing about Maggot. This stuff right here was just like. (laughs) I can't even play that. It's just. Acid, with acid R&B, R&B on acid. But May 2019, uh, George Clinton retires, man, and, and Funketeers are crying. Tears of the Funketeers all across uh, America right now, y'all. I'm not happy. But on another note, ABBA is back. <laughs> you heard about this, right? Yeah, ABBA coming back. Whole lot of white folks. <laughs> Little black kids who grew up listening to pop music. Uh you listen to some ABBA though, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I took a chance on him. <laughs> Abba's coming back. He's, I mean, you know, Ab- Abba, what, were they the number one selling pop group of all time at one point? I don't Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm killing him. I'm killing him. All right, there we go. Enough of that. All right, Millennial. I've pain, I pained you enough. I appreciate you doing the show. No, so. it's okay. Um, but they they uh, they open up the door for them. Ace of Base, I guess, if you look at it. you know. So they've got a new single. <laughs> They're coming back after 35 years, uh, and uh, they have a new single. If y'all, most people yeah. on this podcast could care less except me. Um, and the name <laughs> of the single is coming out December called I Still Have Faith, and they're going to be touring, well. which is crazy. So crazy, man. Crazy, man. All right. Uh, I got a new theme for the White House as the White House turns. So um, ridiculous, man. I, the only way I can deal with it is to look at it as a soap opera, man. Trump and Macron. Did you watch that? Did you even watch it? I did. What were your That's thoughts? A little bit. What were your thoughts on it? Him pulling the dandruff off. <laughs> it was... It was it was awkward, awkward, man. It was it was awkward. Um, I I couldn't watch it. Uh, I think um, no staged. uh, I don't. I mean, staged from from one side. I don't think Macron uh, was aware of of what was going to be happening. So um, you know, it was just awkward. I mean, the whole thing for me was awkward to watch, um, you know. So I think France got more of it, out of it than, than we did. We just kind of got comedy out of it. Uh, North Korea, yeah. South Korea, um, we'll watch how that situation goes. A lot of love yeah. there, uh, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if I'm call it love. <laughs> you know. but, but it was like, again, you know, that staged love affair. Uh, you know, Secretary Secretary of State, new one, Secretary of State for us got love, uh, Mike Pompeo. Um, former yeah. CIA director is now director of the, sec- you know, the State Department. Yeah, yeah. What do you, um, yeah, what is that? All say? right. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Well, I've, I've seen enough scandal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Trump and Kanye, that was another love for us. No, no more. Yeah, I agree. And then, you know, you've got the the stuff that didn't go as lovingly, like Trump and Merkel. Um, still kind of icy relationship, uh, you know, uh, no love, Ronnie Jackson, uh, Dr. Ronnie Jackson had to withdraw from the VA nominee. Uh, and, and it's funny because every time somebody withdraws or in a position to withdraw, the distancing starts. And, and even with yep. like Michael Cohen, uh, now it's Michael who, and, uh, oh, he might have done a little bit of work for me. So um, he basically is pleading the fifth and, um, you know, regarding yep. the Stormy Daniels incident. Uh, you know, it, it was interesting. I saw this story a couple of days ago and I'd, I'd really stopped following it after the Waffle House shooting. But it, it's amazing that uh, 45 has not acknowledged James Shaw. And uh, yeah, but I think it speaks volumes to yeah, who he well, is. I, I don't expect anything. Yeah, but you know what? There, there comes know. a point when you got to be president. And I thought it was, um, I, I, I don't know if the word inappropriate is the best word, but to send Pence without him saying anything, when basically he tweets about everything, even last right. night uh, when Michelle, Michelle Wolf was on, the comedian, and she was skewering him at the White House right. Correspondents' Dinner, he tweets this morning that she bombed. Uh, so he'll tweet about exactly. everything, 
But when when this when you know when this black kid does something incredible, um, right. you know he's got nothing to say. And and I think when when he when you got when you wonder, uh, I think when when uh, when whites wonder why blacks don't like him, this is one it, of the it reasons. It shouldn't be a mystery. It really shouldn't. <laughs> but and it I don't, is. I don't it, feel it I is. don't have the energy, and I don't feel like explaining <laughs> why. It is. And so that's why when somebody like Kanye comes out, it's like that makes it a million times more frustrating. Yeah. To try to answer that question because um, because yeah. you know it's I always go back to the campaign moment. Look at my African American over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and that's and, the only thing. And and I'd mentioned yeah. in in a post. I'm not big on partisanship. Um, I, I look at it from a standpoint of who can do best for the greater good. And, and ultimately sure, when I, when I look at, um, the fact that, uh, people are aligning, uh, 45 with one party, I, I look at it from a standpoint of he'll align with any party that will, uh, push his interest. If, if, if any party right. will, will, will give him enough. That will lay, to, lay down and take it. Yes. Then, then he would have, he would have been Democrat if, if, if they were willing to, to take it. So, uh, you know, bottom line is let Mueller do his job, and <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Uh, a couple of things, and I'll make sure we post this on the uh, podcast page. Um, five things Trump, and uh, this, these are the things he did while we were crying about Kanye, okay? Uh, and this happened this week, and I'll post the article from Politico. Politico does this every week, and it, it really is a good link or a, a good, I think it's a section in their website that they keep going, but it tells you everything they did that yeah. didn't get noticed. Uh, the DHS basically ended special immigration status for 13,000 Nepalis. Uh, that happened this week. So those folks are going to have to go back by June 19. They got to get out of the country. Um, HUD and the, uh, what, what's, uh, I can't even, Ben Carson, uh, the overhaul of yeah. rental programs, I could full, I, we could do a full show on this, but it's something that we need to really pay attention to because it's going to have impact on a lot of low-income African-American families, a lot of single-parent females. Uh, it's going to have a— you thought, you thought Reagan was bad? Hold oh, up. oh, yeah. It's going to have amazing implications if it goes yeah. through. Uh, the EPA basically, uh, they release uh, a scientific uh, transparency rule. And basically, in a nutshell, what they're saying is— that they scientists have to release everything in terms of the data for any research. And uh, the scientists aren't happy about it. I mean, because, you know, there are a lot of things that they don't want to release about, you know, their findings. Um, and, and it's going to be interesting um, how or whether well, right. or not that goes through. Well, Go ahead. I mean, the science, I mean, the scientific process is testing, testing, yeah. more testing, mm -hmm. testing. And you don't, you publish what is, I don't, I don't want to speak for anybody, but you, pub, you publish what is the most researched yeah, and you, you publish do. what is the most tested. You mm -hmm. don't just, oh, here's everything we did. Like, that's not, no, no. You, you know, you don't, you don't publish the demos. <laughs> no, no, you don't, you don't. And, uh, but the EPA is, is requiring that because they know if they do that, they'll get, they'll get fewer people who will step forward. Um, the treasury, yeah. treasury extends compliance states on Obama era rule. Uh, EPA says, Burning wood is carbon neutral, which is, uh, you know, that's going to drive the environmentalists crazy. And for a bonus, I think this may have happened a couple of weeks ago, and I don't think we talked about it, but they are requiring or pushing well, to require Native Americans to find jobs to keep their Medicare, which I think is a is a massive slap in the face. So, Which is not just, not just you know, planned to happen to Native Americans, too. They're thinking about, you know, job requirements for welfare and Medicare, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. 
A um, couple of things that happened, and, and I call them dark days in Georgia. As you know, last week we had the neo-Nazis coming to Noonan. But uh, I know everybody's seen the uh, viral video of the, uh, the the black man thrown down in the parking lot, which we live in Henry County, or we, we're in the Henry, Henry County area, uh, because they, mis- they mistook a, uh, a, a cell phone for a gun again. Uh, but the video's gone viral, and uh, it, it's just amazing, uh, you know, again, uh, jumping to a conclusion, uh, the, the guy could have died. If you take a look at the video, he had gotten to a point where he fainted. He, he, he said he couldn't breathe. Uh, his hands were behind, it, behind his back. It, it, it's a brutal and hard video to watch. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that's already gone out. And a lot of folks have already seen that. It's amazing because uh, millennial, we have people who and, and kudos and hello to the folks who listen from around the world. We have uh, listeners in the UK. We have listeners in France. We have listeners, uh, Taiwan, our, to our podcast. And and I know when they when they hear this kind of thing, uh, they have to say, you know, damn, what's going on in America? I mean, and, and even in Canada, I know you heard about the, the truck, the van that just uh, ran yeah. through the, the- Toronto Strong. Toronto. Yeah. It was, you know, so, you know, evil, evil ain't taking a rest, y'all. So, uh, you know, on that note- um, you have anything to close with, man? You got um, any? You got any uh, um, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh oh. T-Mobile and Sprint agree to merge. Wow, that is huge. And uh, you know, but what? Here's the deal. Wow, um, that's so good. It's you know who is good for who for Sprint. It's a it's a huge yeah. move for Sprint. Uh, T-Mobile has already really made significant gains, but together. Uh, you know, it makes them more com- more competitive with AT and T and Verizon. So you know, good for them. Good for them. All right, I'm, I'm going to wrap it with, um, and, I, and and honestly, this is all I want to talk about, the, the Kanye thing. Uh, and I'm, I'm really going to try to stick to this because I don't want to help people sell records and, and sell merchandise. I really don't. No. I mean, I, but I do think it, it, it does require some thought. And I'd love your feedback. You can email us, uh, gp3rtt at gmail.com, uh, gp3rtt at gmail. All the information is <laughs> coming up. Um, but uh, 94%, of course, of, of black women voted against Trump. Okay, 94%. Yes. 94. And the current polls, if you take a look at the disapproval polls, black women still are right at the top. They lead yep. in terms of people who disapprove of this guy. Now, Kanye, all I have to say is Amber Rose, Kim Kardashian, Okay. And I'll say that not in a negative way. I'm not trying to be negative or imply, but I will say he hasn't done a lot to endear himself to that demographic. And this won't help. Well, you mean the way that he's treated Amber Rose? Well, but not, not, mean, yeah. not only I mean, that, the, but the way, racially. The way after, the, after the whole breakup, Amber was pretty much kind of thrown away. Yeah. But I say racially, racially, he's never really outside of maybe his mom aligned himself with African-American women. And and I don't mean that in a crazy conspiracy kind of way, but the optics basically aren't well, helpful. Well, optics and just general support mm-hmm. and just being there for when these issues matter. Correct. That's my point. And, and here's the other thing, Millennial, um, considering that, uh, I, I, I really listen to Kanye's music. I mean, when Yeezy, when Yeezus came out, is it Yeezy or Yeezus the one with... Uh, Jesus. Yeah, the when you know I, I got it and I was listening to it once and a black female walked by and and asked me what I was listening to. I think I may have been at work 
And and the first sure. question was, is that Kanye West? And I said, yeah, it's, it's his new album. They said, I can't stand Kanye. Black women yeah. already don't like Kanye. <laughs> you know, right. like, no, I, mean, I agree, but it, it, it comes down to the, yeah. you know, it's a larger issue of the way hip hop treats black women. Yeah, because but I, it's, I, it's yeah. not just Kanye. We have the, you know, you have the Misha Lay and the Dr. Dre's in the world. You've yeah. got the Khalees and the Nas. Yeah. Um, these, all these situations where so many prominent black men in hip hop have mistreated black women. And, and you know um, what? I don't, I don't think you know, it's publicly. a, and I don't think But it's, I don't think, well, Kanye, I wouldn't say Kanye's been abusive. I guess the way that he's kind of, I don't want to say this wrong, I guess misused the image. Yeah, it, it's an alignment thing. Yeah. It's an alignment. It's an, it's, again, I don't, I'm not talking about what's in the headlines. I'm talking about the optics. Right. Okay, so. It's, it's optics and actions and behaviors. Yeah, and, and so this is really not about I think a lot of it's trying to be uh, pushed toward partisanship. And and I don't think the 45, the Trump thing is not about whether you're Republican or Democrat. And I've seen a lot of folks come out and say this to 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 clarify. This is really mm-hmm. about, you know, the just not a good guy. Uh, right. You know, it's not about Republican or Democrat. Like, you know, this isn't <laughs> if we were Democrat, we would hate him, too. You know, and, and you know, one of the things is I, I, I truly believe that this is about using uh, your your influence as a as a brand to sell to sell stuff. And yep. I think right now uh, the Republican Party, uh, they are well aware that they are in trouble when it comes down to African-American voters going into the midterms I mean, and going into uh, the next election. And basically, if they can grab a, a few key influencers and give them a strong platform, then there is an opportunity. Even if they pick up three to four or five percent, it's a big win. You know, it's a, well, it's I mean, a massive win. You know, so, yeah. Um, my, and and I'm going to wrap this. Point. I'm going to say these couple of points and I'll, and I'll, I'll throw it to you. But I think it's disingenuous. Uh, I, I, I'm cool, and I'm I'm cool with free th- free thought, but but I don't believe free thought is anarchy. Not you know? at the and expense. Not at the expense. Of other people. Yeah, and I think when you start doing things that are, you know, anarchistic or you know dealing with anarchy, you're talking about con- you know something that's that's deconstructive. Um, right. It's it's mindless destruction. Um, right. And 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 I I call it the worst type of marketing. It's it's like going millennial to a schoolyard selling crack. You know, you sure. you know, and and no, it's just unconscious. And I think in that song, uh, Ti mentions that. You know, it's you know, it's about you know being, you know, destructive. And and, right. and I, at I the also end of, yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go at ahead. the end of the day, for me, it's not you know people because he's been saying this a lot lately with John Legend, and it's not it's not simply oh let's agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, it's like no, it's not you know this isn't a simple you know debate or simple argument. This is yeah. do you do you support a man that you know first day of the campaign you know makes fun of a disabled person? Yeah, but but you know you what know, we don't we don't he, even don't we, run down the millennial list, we don't even have just, to go back that far. <laughs> we could we could go this week. We can go to this week to the guy, uh, the the Waffle House um, right. hero. We don't even have to go back that far, you know. And exactly. There's every every day. There's something new. Yes, yes. So so really, it's not about partisanship. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it it's about humanity. <laughs> I, I about think. humanity. Well, in, in humanity, it's also about what you're willing to do to gain and keep the power. Yes. That you've taken. I agree. And, and you know, as much as much as you know, the dialogue has been on white supremacy these days, and 
particularly when it comes to the 53% of white women mm-hmm. um, that voted for, you know, the grabber. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, the, there's a, what I, I mean, what we all can learn from that is there's still a segment of the population that is uncomfortable with letting go of some of the powers and privileges that they've gained through their status. Yeah, I agree. And so when you see when you see somebody like Kanye, who is as famous as he is and as well known as as influential as he is, he's he's a great person to use to maintain those structures because of the fact that he's one of the few artists who can get away with with the absurd. Yep. And and he's made and a career of getting away with the absurd. <laughs> you got anything else, Millennial? Before we close this thing out? Nah, I was just I was just gonna say that yeah, the Sprint T-Mobile merger. Yeah, that's gonna be big. We like, need to watch heck? that. Just, it just well, it's, it's like still got to go through DOJ though, right? It still has to go through. Huh? D- it still has to go through DOJ approval. Well, Department I mean, sure, Justice, but so. I mean, the it, it looks pretty official. Um, yeah, it still got to go guy, through DOJ. Have you, have you, do you know the T-Mobile commercials? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know the guy on it. Well, the sprint, the sprint commercial, the guy, the guy who went no, from the T- Verizon. No, 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 not the, not the Verizon guy, the, the, yeah. the, the, the T-Mobile CEO. Ah, okay, okay. He has his own personal like Twitter account. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just he's talking about it on his own account, just like, hey, we're gonna merge. Ah, so he's already the, tweeted with this uh, the CEO of Sprint. He ain't trying to gaslight us, is he? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's serious. <laughs> yeah, you doing a forty-five? All right, well, we'll, no, we'll, this we'll, is pretty we'll We'll check that out. Hey, but go to our website, castropolis.net. Uh, that's castropolis, C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. And all our all of our um, information, all the podcast and how to connect with us is there, as well as uh, all the information is going to be coming up on how to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to our podcast. We appreciate it. Millennial, hey, man, mm-hmm. congratulations to you. This will be the last time I can do it and say congratulations before you officially yeah, graduate. Yeah, enjoy so, it. <laughs> I am going to be out in the crowd. I'm going to be the black parent out there. Marquise! Oh, enjoy it. Aaliyah! <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> All right, Millennial, on that note, uh, number 86 is in the can, and we out of here. Peace. All right. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap SB the G, graphics Lady J. Thanks for listening.